0: Welcome uh, welcome to Heathervale Baptist Church if you're a visitor here, we pray that you'll have a wonderful time with us this morning. Um, I'm Steve and I'll be leading us through the service and Tony is splitting himself in half this morning. He's he's up on the balcony at the moment uh, doing sound um, and then later on he'll come and speak to us. Um, if, uh, if, you know, if, as I say, if you're a visitor, um, the songs will come up on the screens behind me. If you don't know them, don't worry, just enjoy what we're doing um and there's toys at the back for the kids marks having a good time there playing with the kids at the moment um and um we've got other group, are are groups going up today are are they yes yes there's groups going up for the children just double checking making sure i know what's happening you can tell i'm in control this morning can't you no <laughs> um welcome to those on zoom give me a wave yes hello there hello i can see see people on there um so just uh, let's start with a, a word of prayer father God we thank you that we can come this morning with with joyfulness to come and praise and worship you Lord fill our hearts with joy right now fill us with praises as we ask in the name of Jesus amen so today we're talking about praising God so should we do that yeah let's all stand and sing together
1: God be the glory, great things he has. Done. To the father through jesus the son give him the glory great things he has done oh perfect redemption the purchase of blood to every of god the vilest offender who truly believes that moment from jesus a pardon receives praise the lord praise the lord let the earth hear his voice praise the lord praise the lord let the people rejoice come to the father Jesus the Son Give Him the glory Great things He has done Great things He has taught us Great things He has done And great our rejoicing Through Jesus the Son purer and higher and greater will be our wonder our worship when jesus we see praise the the people rejoice come to the father through jesus the son come to the father through jesus the son come to the father through jesus the son give him the glory great things he has done to the whole to you angels help us to adore as we bow our hearts in awe praise and honor evermore jesus to you Every voice, let every song, let every instrument and sound declare the wonders of our God. Let all your holy ones proclaim the glory of our Savior's name. Let all be earth and with praise, Jesus, to you. Let everything that lives and breathes, let every mountain, every sea, reflect the beauty of our God. Let every heart burst into song, let every word upon my tongue, declare the praise to you. Let every voice, let every song, let every instrument and sound declare the wonders of our God. Let all your holy ones proclaim the glory of our Savior's name. Let all the earth we praise Jesus to you. Jesus, to you, Jesus, to you, how great is our God, sing with me, how great is our God, and all will see how great, Sing that again. How great is our God? Sing with me, how great is our God, and all will see how great, how great is our God. Splendor of the King Clothed in majesty Let all the earth rejoice All the earth rejoice He wraps himself in light And darkness tries trembles at his voice and trembles at his voice how great is our god sing with me how great is our god and all oh, we'll see how great how great is our god age to age he stands and time is in his hands beginning at the end beginning at the end the god Great is our God. See with me, how great is our God, and all will see how great, how great is our God. Let's lift Jesus high this morning. How great. our God, and all will see how great, how great is our God,
0: let's lift Jesus high, let's bring our praise before our God this morning.
2: They're just hardly; those words don't really express it, Lord. You alone are worthy of all honour and glory and power, Lord. And as we've been singing about everything, we'll praise you today. We just thank you that we have the privilege of doing that ourselves this morning, Lord, to raise your name, to declare you're our Lord, you're our God, you're our Saviour. We owe everything to you. Hallelujah! Praise your name. Amen.
1: So, my Savior shield he is good and forgiving abounding in love to all those who call on him for those who keep his statues he will satisfy the thirsty and feed the hungry he is just in all his ways his anger is for but a moment he remembers that we are just flesh like flowers that passes but his love and his kingdom are everlasting praise him for he has made everything the sun the moon the shining stars for well, he commanded and they were created praise the lord O my soul thank you lord.
2: father thank you that you are indeed a great god and you cause us to come together this morning to worship that greatness that and worship you as king and lord and father we are the church we are the church in this building the 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 very individuals that are here this morning but if we weren't to sing we are told the very bricks of this building would sing out to you in praise because of your greatness and father we just thank you that we are able to come here this morning uh, without persecution that we can come here freely and worship you i pray that you would stir in us a heart to worship you this morning in jesus name amen amen Thank you, Father, that no matter what we walk through daily with you, you are with us at all times and you are our healer. You are our promise keeper, our light in the darkness. That's who you are.
1: Amen. Thank you, Lord, that wherever we are, whatever we're doing, we can do church, Lord. I just thank you that you are with us wherever and whatever. Your love never ends. Amen.
2: Yeah, the Lord is compassionate and gracious, slow to anger, abounding in love. He will not always accuse, nor harbor his anger forever. He does not treat us as our sins deserve. As high as the heavens are above the earth, so great is his love for those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far he has removed our transgressions from us.
0: Thank you, Lord, that you've ordained praises from your people. That wherever we are, in whatever circumstances, Lord, just reading, even just when we we think about David, when he was writing those Psalms, sometimes he was in danger, sometimes he was in fear, and yet he praised you. Lord, we thank you that in all circumstances of life, we can still praise you. We can find ways to praise you, to thank you for who you are and acknowledge you. Amen. Amen. Please be seated. There's a negotiation going on in the back. (laughs) It's difficult to leave toys knowing that you're going to other toys. Is the grass greener? Uh, We don't know, do we? We're not sure. (laughs) Anyway, um, let's just pray for the, the offering and then for, our young, for the young people that have gone. Lord, thank you for for the good gifts that you've given to us. Um, thank you for the joy you give us in being in being cheerful givers. Lord, we pray that you would just use this money to extend your kingdom here in Newhall and around the surrounding areas. Lord, we want to thank you for initiatives like Let's Do Lunch. Lord, I just want to thank you for that. And, Lord, as, as people are coming along uh, from last weekend and going forwards, Lord, we just thank you for that initiative and we thank you that it makes a difference in our community. And so, Lord, just help us to, to use our funds wisely to to feed our community, not just um, physically, but spiritually. And we ask that in Jesus' name. And Lord, we also pray for our, our young people that have just gone out, Lord. May they have a joyful time. May they learn more about you. Amen. So we've got a slide coming up in a moment, which is um, from our BMS mission uh, for Louise and Peter who are in Bangladesh. Um, Just asked that we could just remember them in our prayers. So the next slide comes up. Hopefully you can read that. Um, So just items for prayer. They're returning to Bangladesh on the 10th of August. Uh, So they had their son's wedding yesterday. Um, So they're returning tomorrow. uh, Sorry, on the 10th. Um, Pray that they'll go back refreshed and energized, but also prepared enough to hit the ground running. And for those who've heard about uh, in stories Louise shared last month, Reverend Ashmin, James, uh, Bina, and Nandinta. Um, So just prayers for those. So let's just have a short time of, of open prayer where we can pray for them. Uh, especially um, as we've been asked to pray for them, so just open it up to the congregation and to those on Zoom who want to to pray. Let's just pray for the missionaries uh, that we have, um, and also, it, you know, bringing other things. You know, this morning, you know, we we woke up to the news that um, a blood transfusion place had been bombed in Ukraine. You know, tar- targeted. You know, in, onto civilian areas. We're seeing war and also uprisings in Africa. You know, there's lots of things happening in the world that need prayer. But let's start off praying for our missionaries. So as you feel led, just pray.
1: Father, she, she responded to your call and she and her husband have gone out there and are, are working in Bangladesh in conditions which are very different to the conditions that we have here. So we just pray, pray that you'll anoint them, that you'll bless their ministry and that many people will come to know you through their work. We ask you to protect them and keep them safe. We ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.
2: We thank you, Lord. We heard about people having dreams and amazing things happening more than we could possibly imagine. And we pray, Lord, you will continue with the people in Bangladesh and that you will grow that church and that many will come to know you, Lord, as Lord and Saviour there. Amen.
0: Lord, we thank you for the times of refreshing and respite that missionaries can have and lord we thank you that you you want them to be refreshed and ready to go back into the field to spread the word lord in what are difficult situations lord we thank you that um you've given louise this time and lord we do pray now that you would just allow them to as they go back lord to to be to be ready to continue spreading the word lord in 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 a country that is is not always open to you to what what they're saying lord we we know that lives are changing over there and we thank you for that and lord we want to just lift our wider world to you at this time lord you said there'd be wars and rumors of wars and these are just the birth pains and lord we we know there's wars going on and there's there's war starting lord we we long for your return but we know that for those in in the war areas lord they're, they're suffering and so lord we do pray that you would just um bring relief to those who need it this morning for those who have lost loved ones um overnight lord we pray that you would just comfort them at this time lord we want to see you lifted high in in all situations lord we know that the reality is that uh, there are nations that don't follow you there are nations that that, are, that have set their face against you. And so, Lord, we do, we do pray for justice. We pray for, for mercy in these situations. And we pray, Prince of Peace, for peace. And so, Lord, we just, we just lift our prayers before you now. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So before Tony comes to, to, uh, to speak to us, we've got today's psalm, which is a little bit small for me. Thank you, Carol. It's age, it's getting on to me. Thank you, that'll do. (laughs) Praise the Lord, O my soul. This is Psalm 103. Praise the Lord, O my soul. All my inmost being, praise his holy name. Praise the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Who forgives all your sins and heals all your diseases. Not some of them, all of them. Who redeems your life from the pit and crams you with love and compassion. ...who satisfies your desires with good things, so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. The Lord works righteousness and justice for all the oppressed. He makes known his ways to Moses, his deeds to the people of Israel. The Lord is compassionate and gracious, slow to anger, abounding in love. He will not always accuse, nor will he harbour his anger forever. He does not treat us as our sins deserve, or repay us according to our iniquities. For as high as the heavens are above the earth, so great is his love for those who fear him. As for the, as far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed their transgressions from us. As a father has compassion on his children, so the Lord has compassion on those who fear him. For he knows how we are formed, he remembers that we are dust. As for man, his days are like grass, he flourishes like a flower of the field. The wind blows over it and it is gone, and its place remembers it no more. But from everlasting to everlasting, the Lord's love is with those who fear him, and his righteousness with their children's children, with those who keep his covenant and remember to obey his precepts. The Lord has established his throne in heaven, and his kingdom rules over all. Praise the Lord, you his angels, you mighty ones who do his bidding, who obey his word praise the lord all his heavenly hosts you his servants who do his will praise the lord all his works everywhere in his dominion praise the lord oh my soul praise the lord thank you it's just amazing isn't it that 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 psalm everything that's in it i mean loads of fridge magnets worth on there isn't there for things that we of of verses that we all know And as a northerner, I should have said grass rather than grass. But there you go. (laughs) Let's pray for Tony as he comes. Lord, we thank you for your word. We thank you for that psalm. Praise the Lord, O my soul. Let all that is within me praise the Lord. And so, Lord, as we come to hear your word now, Lord, just fill us with praises we ask in Jesus' name. Amen.
2: Good morning. Thank you, Steve, uh, for leading us so... uh... Uh, amazingly um, picking up all the uh, content of the psalm Um if, if there was um, you know a choice of all the Psalms to be able to uh, speak on then I'd pick 103 because it's so easy <laughs> there is so much in Psalm 103 um, when I knew I was doing this Psalm I, I sort of think it over and um, play with it in my mind And then I come down and do some research and um, start to write it all down. When I'd finished writing, um, I looked at the page count at the bottom, and it was seven pages. (laughs) You'd be pleased to know there's no seven pages. There there was just so much in this psalm. Um, So I reviewed it, and um, what I've done is to pick out five um, five, points from the sermon. So having said, it's, it's, it's an easy psalm to speak on. In fact, this is the most difficult um, because of the psalm, the content of the psalm, um, and my current circumstances, and me standing up here in front of you. Because this is the first 10:30 service I've done um, since Val died. I've done three nine o'clocks, so I've done two at Addleston, but this is the first one here. The nine o'clock is is easier. Because there isn't a great big long sea of faces who love me and care for me and want the best for me. And I'm looking out at all your smiling faces and it will get to me. Um, So I I trust that you will um, bear with me. And because of this psalm, certainly verse 2, praise the Lord, O my soul, let me not forget all his benefits. And when you read that and you think about all the benefits and there's one negative that outweighs the benefits in my mind. Um, it's not true, um, but it, it does. And so this psalm has been difficult. But um, it is an amazing psalm, and God has an amazing way, really, of um, just checking that you're okay. And uh, certainly as I've read this psalm and gone through it, you know, there's lots of things in it. Are you okay? Are you okay in this? And the answer is yes, I am. So let's launch. So unlike last week where where Mark um, shared the the Psalm of David, and it was in response to his adultery with Beersheba and his sort of murder of Uriah. So he came to God um, and sought forgiveness. But Psalm 103, um, the background to why he wrote this was unclear, however, when you read the psalm and you read the life of David, you can understand that at some point he was going to write this psalm, that um, God had done so much for him and responded to his prayers, that despite his situations, despite his circumstances, he was going to say, praise the Lord, O my soul. And uh, I think that's where we can all get to um, at some point in our lives, we look back. And we see what the way in which God has led us uh, and therefore gives us a confidence for the future. And then we can praise the Lord. But what is clear in this psalm is that it's David wanting to praise God for all that he has done and for all the circumstances he's been in. Whether that's mountaintop experiences, whether that's valley experiences, he wants to praise God for all circumstance and in the psalm it's a personal one um he speaks about god's blessings to him so as we read the psalm as we go through it just think about the amount of blessings that you have received from god and would that have caused you to say praise the lord it should um, and that's why I came up with the title of "Praise the Lord." It wasn't the title I was given, um, but I've changed it because I think it, you read the psalm. There is only one title, isn't there? "Praise the Lord." But so the beginning of the psalm is David saying, "Praise the Lord," and that the the middle bit is about the benefits of praising, and at the end, it's about a universal call to all of God's creation to praise His name in all circumstances. David had so much to praise God for. However, he'd also faced many troubles and many of the troubles he faced were his own fault. Now, how many troubles have we faced that have been our own fault? And I'll put my hand up and say, (laughs) quite a lot really. So we, so we, we fail and then what do we do? We say, God, get me out of trouble. I've messed it up again. Will you get me out of this trouble? And the good news is that God does. He gets you out of all that trouble. But we need to just continue to praise God. And David knew that. Whenever he prayed to God, God answered and answered his prayers. And Paul takes up this theme when he writes to the church at Thessalonica, where he instructs them to give praise and thanks to god in all circumstances not just the good ones but in all circumstances you see it's easy isn't it to praise god when things are going well is it easy to praise god when things are not going so well we get into perhaps a sort of blame thing you know lord why have you done this to me i've been there in these last four months why have you done this lord why have you taken my wife from me what did i do wrong for you to have done this but you know what comes back all the time i love you and i want the best for you so i don't understand but i trust a god who knows and i'll trust him that he knows better than i do and so paul when writing to the church in 1 thessalonians 5 verses 16 to 18 he says this rejoice always pray continually Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Let me read it again. Rejoice always. Pray continually. Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. This was not God's intention when he created creation. He didn't put sin in creation. He wanted the best for you and the best for me. Sin entered the world and therefore we're now subject to what the world um, has to offer. But in Psalm 103, uh, he's talking to himself. Now, do you ever talk to yourself? I do, (laughs) you know? I will myself to get, you know, get up now. It's time to get up and get going. It's time to do this. Come on. You know, you can do this. So David is talking to himself. And he's really urging himself with his whole whole being to praise God. You know, all that is within me, praise his holy name. He's trying his hardest to get it out, to, to really praise God. And if he doesn't as we've already heard <laughs> the stones will cry out creation will cry out if we as humans do not i i i think creation does cry out already we may not hear them with a voice but every sort of flower you see and you see the absolute beauty within that flower isn't that crying out praise to god so creation not humans is already praising god He calls us to praise him. So if we don't, the very stones, and Luke 19 is where it comes from. And it says, when he came near the place where the road goes down the Mount of Olives, the whole crowd of disciples began joyfully to praise God in loud voices for all the miracles that they had seen. Some of the Pharisees in the crowd said to Jesus, teacher, rebuke your disciples. I tell you, he replied, if they keep quiet, the stones will cry out the god has ordained praise from his people and from creation and if we don't do it the stones will so are we always aware then of what god is doing for us day by day hour by hour minute by minute and as i was thinking this through i I was reading a book and um It was a a book by Margaret Fishback Powers, and she is the author of The Footprints Poem. And she wrote a book uh, all about how The the Footprints Poem came about. And uh, as I was thinking through um, um, this bit uh, about, am I constantly aware of what God is doing for me? I came to this bit in the book, and I thought, well, I'll have to read it then, won't I? Because I think this is relevant. And this is what she writes. And it's called a letter from a friend by Margaret fishback powers. I'm writing to say how much I care for you. And how much I want you to know me better. When you awoke this morning, I exploded a brilliant sunrise through your window, trying to get your attention. You rushed off. Later, I saw you walking and talking with some friends. I bathed you in warm sunshine. I perfumed the air with nature's sweet scent, you rushed off. You didn't notice me. Then I shouted to you in a tornado. I painted you a beautiful rainbow in the sky. Then you gave me a glance. Still, you rushed off. That evening, I spilled moonbeams on your face. I sent a cool breeze to rest you and take away your fear. I watched over you as you slept. I shared your thoughts. You were faintly aware uh, I was so near. I've chosen you. I have a, sp- a special task for you. I hope you will talk to me soon. Only I brought you through the storm. Others saw no more. I remain near. I am your friend. I love you very much. Your friend, Jesus. I just thought that was amazing. The reason she wrote it was her and her family were traveling, uh, her and her husband were traveling in a car, and in front of them was a car full of nuns, and this tornado came across and took the nuns car away. And they were spared. Um, And she finds out, of course, that all the nuns died. Um, So, so this is what she penned in response to that circumstance. And I just it was just so lovely how much God cares for us every minute of every day. Whether we're aware of it or not, he's doing it. And therefore, we should cry out in praise. She didn't realize some of these things were from God until the Spirit uh, asked her to write it down. All those things God was doing. So God has bestowed on us so many blessings so much he's given to us and we need to respond to him in praise i'm sure we all go through our lives not taking notice of what god is doing i'm I'm certainly guilty of that one of the things that i've sort of become aware of since sort of that particular um reading um is that You know do i give thanks every morning because because in a way you pray at night you know god keep me safe during the night and wake me in the morning well we all woke up this morning so isn't that enough to praise god for so so that's the first thing we should do thank you lord for waking me up this morning and i'm i'm (laughs) this is where it gets me because i'm really grateful that i woke up this morning because my wife didn't one morning she went to bed and didn't wake up i know she's in glory so I'm, I'm very happy with that but it makes me sad every morning when i wake up and she's not there but i thank god that he woke me this morning and he's constantly being going to be with me during the day so that's the introduction <laughs> five points but you'll be pleased to know I've made them a lot shorter than I had originally uh, so David in this psalm writes down um, some of the benefits um, that God has done for him and why it, these benefits are causing him to cry out in praise to God so here are the five things God's love God's compassion god's healing god's forgiveness and praise the lord so god's love and uh, psalm 103 verse 8b says the lord is abounding in love so that's a good start the lord is abounding in love god is abounding in love for you and for me not only, well, this love is so high, so deep, so wide, so long. And it's a love for us. And it's a love for the unworthy. I don't feel very worthy to be loved by God. Because I'm a sinner saved by grace. But he loves me with that love that is beyond measure, that is so high, so deep, so wide and so long. And his love touches every area of our lives. There isn't one bit of our lives that God doesn't touch with his love. And you know, there's nowhere we can go to escape his love. There's nowhere we can go to hide from his love. It is just impossible to get outside of it. You see, God loves, but God is love. It's his very nature. To love, and he loves us with that immeasurable love. It's part of his character uh, that love, and it's his very nature. But God loves us, and he wants the very best for us, and sometimes we don't see that. He didn't want sin in the world, but he loves us despite of it and wants that relationship with each one of us. God has got our best interests at heart. Although we might not understand the circumstances we're in, but he has the very best in his heart for each one of us. He wants to give us good gifts. He wants us to respond with all the benefits that he's provided. Now, David wrote down in this Psalm, a lot of the benefits um, that he had. Maybe when you get home, just think about the last week. How have you benefited from knowing God? What has God done for you in the last week? And I think you'd be surprised how many pages that could take, the benefits that God has given to you. So your response, of course, is then to cry out in praise to God. What's the ultimate benefit he's given to us, the ultimate gift? Well, Romans 5, verse 8. But God demonstrated his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. That's an amazing demonstration of his love, the ultimate demonstration of how much God loves each one of us and wants a relationship with each of us. But you see, love is a two-way thing normally. I love i love my wife my wife loves me it's a two-way experience so as god loves us he wants us to love him and we're called to love him to love him which is this sort of all our being that david is trying to portray in this psalm with all my heart with all my soul with all my mind with all my strength i'm going to love god and i have to say i failed a lot of the times to demonstrate that love but it's a two-way thing he loves me that way he asked me to love him that same way but he goes one step further of course and uh he asks us to love our neighbors and our neighbors is everyone including our enemies you see it's easy to love people that are lovely But we're called to love the good, the bad, and the ugly. Yeah. And I don't mind which category you put me in, but I know you love me because you've demonstrated that. But that's what we're called to do. And it's easy to love people that are lovely. It's very difficult to love your enemy. But that's what we're called to do. Because we were once enemies of God in our sin. Now we're children of the living God because we've repented and accepted Jesus Christ. So he loved us as enemies. He loves us now as friends and his children. And I certainly have nothing but praise to God for placing me in this fellowship. Because of your demonstration of love and care to me in these last four months, it's just been overwhelming. And you get a tick in the box, certainly from me, for demonstrating Your love to me. As a friend, maybe. Maybe I'm your enemy, I don't know. (laughs) If I go on for two two o'clock, I will be your enemy. (laughs) But you love me. And nothing can take that away. And that is amazing. So God demonstrates his love in many tangible ways. And you have done that in many tangible ways since Val died. So that's God's love. And David understood that's God's love. Secondly, God's compassion, they get shorter now. You'll be pleased to know they get shorter. Uh, verse 13. As a father has compassion on his children, so the Lord has compassion on those who fear him. Now, compassion, you know, I try to think in my mind, what what, what do I understand about compassion? And so I looked up a few dictionary definitions of compassion and um, I looked a few other things. And, and I was amazed, really, because I didn't know. And maybe you don't know that there are emotion researchers. Did you know there were emotion researchers? I, I didn't know, but I actually found their um, definition of compassion, one of the better ones. So this group of emotion researchers came up with the definition of compassion as this. Basically, to suffer together. So that's what they're saying compassion is. But it goes on to say, it is defined as the feeling that arises when you are confronted with another suffering and feel motivated to relieve that suffering. And I thought that's pretty good. It's pretty good. I like that uh, because it is a demonstration, a reminder of that is God, isn't it? We suffer together. When I suffer, God suffers. When I rejoice, God rejoices. Feeling arises when you're confronted with another suffering. God knew my sufferings, your sufferings, as we suffered in sin. And he felt motivated to relieve that suffering, the suffering of sin. How did he do that? By giving Jesus Christ, his own son, to die for us. You see, God confronted sin through Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden. He knew what they'd done, although they were hiding from him, he knew what they had done. And so when he called out to them, he was confronted with their nakedness. Well, he could have said, well, that's your own fault. If you hadn't have eaten um, of the tree of good and evil, you wouldn't know you were naked. But he was motivated by compassion to clothe them with the fig leaves. Does that make sense? Motivated out of love because of their suffering to try and heal their suffering. So he's confronted by sin and somebody has to pay the penalty of our sin because the penalty for sin is death. But he relieved our suffering by paying the penalty through Jesus Christ. His compassion for each one of us is so great that he drew salvation's plan. If I was the only one that had ever sinned, he'd still draw salvation's plan. Because he wants a relationship with me. And as the songwriter says, he didn't want heaven without me. (laughs) He didn't want heaven without you. So he had to pay the penalty. We have that relationship through jesus christ with the father we are his dearly beloved children and he shows to us great compassion even though we don't deserve it thirdly god's healing um, verse 3b he heals all our diseases now when i read this i'm thinking well i'm on medication for this and um so i'm not healed of all my diseases So has anyone here been healed of all their diseases? There's a waiting room. (laughs) Yeah, one day, one day, no more pain, no more sickness, no more suffering, it will happen. But sin is a disease, isn't it? Sin is a disease. Has he healed healed us of our sin? Yes, he has. When people are in pain... They want help don't they when you've been in when i've been in pain when you've been in pain you cry out for help um, to anybody that will listen (laughs) uh, to come and try and relieve my pain now whether that pain is emotional whether it's physical jesus in his ministry encountered all of this all these different kinds of, of sickness while here on earth now did he ignore this no he didn't when people heard that Jesus was coming to their town, they flocked to see him. The sick came and he touched them and he healed them. He demonstrated his love for them by touching them and bringing healing. And when he didn't touch them, they touched him. So they were healed of their diseases. And there is lots of diseases around but there's also lots of healing around god can heal naturally he can heal medically and he can heal supernaturally now maybe you've not experienced all three maybe you've experienced at least two of them um the natural way um the medical way but you may not have had the supernatural healing i i actually think being um, our sins washed whiter than snow is a supernatural healing. Um, so we've probably all had all three, but um, in a physical <laughs> sense, um, maybe just the, the, the two. Now, I am alive today because of the skill of the medical profession, the doctors and nurses, because my mum told me um, that I had pneumonia as a baby and it was touch and go so you know i'm grateful to the medical profession um and i know we all complain about the nhs don't we they do a very good job in difficult circumstances and i have complained to the nhs and uh i met with um dr beaton um because we had an appointment with dr beaton on the morning, the afternoon of the morning that Val died. And uh, Dr. Beaton asked to see me. So my daughter and myself went and we explained to him everything that had happened. He explained to us um, that he he was carrying out an internal investigation as to why these things happened. And he wrote to me and he said, um, following our discussion, I have made these changes to our procedures. As a consequence of what happened, we've changed our procedure. Now, I've no way of knowing, have I, whether they really have changed. I have now, because Peter Redman was subject to the consequence of that complaint. Because when he went into hospital to, for these two minor strokes he had, the, the, the consultant called for an echocardiogram. When Val was in hospital, she was called for an echocardiogram and it didn't happen. So the procedure was changed that if it's called in hospital, you have to have it before you go out. Peter was in hospital, they called the echocardiogram and they were not gonna release him until he'd had it done. Junior doctors strike for four days. Peter's in hospital for four days more than he should have been because they couldn't do it. And Peter was writing to me because I was asking him how he was, and he'd write back and he'd say, Oh, I'm stuck in here now because I've got to wait for this echocardiogram. And I wrote back and said, I'm awfully sorry, Peter, it's my fault.
1: <laughs>
2: but I, I'm so pleased. I'm not pleased for Peter to stay extra time in hospital, but I'm so pleased that the procedure was changed. He ended up another two days in hospital because the consultant then went on strike and the consultant couldn't see the echocardiogram result. And they weren't going to release him until it had been done. So things changed because I complained. I haven't, I, the complaint is still ongoing and I now have a meeting on when, Thursday, afternoon, Thursday morning at 11 o'clock with the complaints team and with the hospital staff. Um, that let Val out without knowing what the diagnosis was, without any help or support. So I'm going again to um, meet with them and to front up to to them. What I want is, like happened with Dr. Beaton, changes to the system. I don't want anyone to go through those three months that I went through and Val went through, because it was unnecessary and it should never have happened. You know, I, I'm 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 sort of saying you know you're talking to me because you're not talking to a medical negligence lawyer that i could have asked to get involved and sue the nhs for millions will that bring val back no No. all i want is somebody not to go through what we went through so that's the reason for the complaint so uh, i'm sorry peter if you're (laughs) if you're going to listen to this later um but things will change for the better so medical healing is important. And I have witnessed supernatural healing as well. Uh, in, in three occasions, um, people had asked for prayer, and I was one of two or three that prayed, and we saw supernatural healing. So God can heal all our diseases. Now me, because I don't handle sickness very well, I'd, I'd love the gift of healing because I just go around zap, zap. God knows I would abuse it. But he gives it to me. (laughs) Or you know, in certain circumstances, he gives it. Because he wants to supernaturally heal. And I've gone on far too long. We're only on point three, so I better better move on quickly. So But some (laughs) just for this point under the healing. Someone told me some time ago when talking about this. That if God had heal, heals everyone, because that's what we pray, no one would ever die. <laughs> would they? No one would ever die. There's a whole new eternity of an even greater life yet to come. Why would we want to delay it? So, you know, God heals all our diseases, but, you know, it will happen. It will happen when we get to eternity. Right, very briefly now, God's forgiveness. Psalm, I told you there was so much in this psalm. Psalm 103, verse 3a, who forgives all your sins. All of us need God's forgiveness from our sins. And John writes in 1 John 1, verse 9, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. But John also writes a warning in verse 8. If we claim to be without sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. We have all sinned and fall short of God's glory and need the forgiving grace of the Lord Jesus Christ in order to have those sins removed and to have that eternity with him. See, I know some people who do really, really good things who go out of their way to be nice, to be kind to other people. And you'd say they're really lovely people. But when you talk to them about faith, they say, no, no, I'm okay, because I do all these good things. I don't do anything bad. All have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. And it's hard to tell them that that's not going to get you into heaven. The only ticket you need to get into heaven is Jesus Christ. It's not on works. It's by grace and the Lord Jesus Christ. So it's hard talking to people sometimes. But that's the truth. We all need Jesus Christ as our ticket into heaven. So Paul makes it clear in his letter to Romans that all have sinned and need the Lord Jesus Christ good works are not enough but if we confess our sins he's faithful to forgive our sins and we can then enjoy that relationship with him for now and for eternity because we don't have to wait for it it's good being a child of god today even better in glory so if you've not made that commitment to christ and you think it's good works that will get you into heaven i'm sorry to say it won't You need forgiveness of sins and to invite Jesus Christ into your life and live for him and not for yourself. Finally, praise the Lord, number five, Psalm 103, verse 20 to 22. Praise the Lord, you his angels, you mighty ones who do his bidding, who obey his word. Praise the Lord, all his heavenly hosts, you his servants who do his will. Praise the Lord, all his works, everywhere in his dominion. So Paul starts off with personal. I'm going to praise the Lord for all his benefits. And then right at the end, he says, all of God's creation should praise him. David sets out the reasons why he's praising him. But those same reasons are the same reasons for you and for me. Cause on all of God's creation to praise him. And this Psalm is so full of so much so I would encourage you because I'm going to stop now I'm going to encourage you to read Psalm 103 and, and you know, just replace some of those benefits with if you've, if you've got all those benefits that's great but add some more of what God has done for you and you'll be amazed at what God can do for you let's pray Father we thank you that you are a God of love that your love is so high so deep so wide so long it's impossible to get outside of it And I thank you that it's a personal love to me as an individual and to everybody here this morning and to the whole of your creation. Your desire is none should perish, but all have eternal life. So we do thank you for all your benefits to us. And we would ask that you will, Holy Spirit, just continue to speak into our hearts and minds, those times perhaps where we think we were deserted but using the footprints of the sand over were the times you carried us so thank you our almighty loving father
0: so me and tony have been tag teaming on the sound so. okay so um, let's just finish by singing and broken praise because one day we're going to be in heaven together aren't we just praising and praising and praising god um and and that's part of the thing where tony was saying about the healing we'll be healed we'll be praising god so let's stand and sing.
1: Praise unbroken, praise unending, be yours, be yours forevermore praise untainted praise unfading be yours be yours forevermore be yours be yours forevermore unbroken praise be yours god forever Praise be.
0: that we will be one day standing in your presence singing your praises but while we're here on earth help us to praise the lord oh my soul to worship your name to give you the honor that's due in your name lord as we wake up each morning may we praise you For we ask it in jesus name amen if you want to um,